All right, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me once again. And welcome back to Ivy Knows Best, man. Um, I just want to take a moment to say thank you for everybody who's coming off a wonderful birthday celebration. Um, so, you know, shout out to me. Shout out to my mother and my father, you know, and all those who raised me um, to be such a, um, an astounding, I'm sorry, an amazing young man and an outstanding young man. And um, I want to thank everybody um, who's been my friends over the years and family over the years and have put up with me and, and, and seen me go through my transitions. I thank y'all very much, man. And and as, as always, I do want to thank God Almighty for bringing me back, you know what I mean, to uh, to see another year and spend more time with you all. <clears throat> so what we're going to do here today, obviously, we're going to dive deep, deep, deep into the wonderful world of sports um, that hasn't been so wonderful over the last few days. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, shutdowns due to the, you know, the ever emergent coronavirus. Uh, so <clears throat> anybody who's ever had the opportunity um, to listen to my show or listen to this platform at all, you know, for a fact, every Monday we dive into sports. And the reason why is because we love sports here at Ivy Knows Best. And it's part of the Ivy experience. But the coronavirus has tried to make that very, very difficult. And the cancellations that we've seen of not only the N- the NBA, the NHL, the MLB, uh, the NFL is is really what's keeping a lot of the news going right now. Uh, the NCAA has been been shut down all because of this uh, one scary thing. But I do want to tell everybody this. Look, they can try that all they want, all they want. Every single one of us are always going to be fans. We're always going to love each other. And this is why we have places like this, you know, places like Ivy Knows Best, places like Pat McAfee show, you know, you know, those type of places, man. You know, Stephen A. Smith has his own podcast. Um, You know, so many people have their own sports podcast uh, where we can always keep up with um, with the wonderful world of sports. So. Uh, nothing to fear there, man. You know, even though we might not have March Madness coming up this year for both male and female, um, I do want to touch on this. I think that this recent panic has really robbed those seniors of their opportunity to 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 you know go out with a bang, especially in women's sports. Okay, um, I think that with the limited exposure that they have and the limited ability um, that they have to really market off of the game. I think they need every single piece of exposure they can get at that level. And I think this really robbed us as fans and robbed them as players. Okay. And um, I do want to give a shout out to the ladies out there, man. Hey, y'all just keep doing your thing. Keep your head up, keep pushing. And you know, this is going to pass. It's going to be over. And if it doesn't, and if it's not over, you know, if it goes for a longer period of time, just know we still respect your skill. You know, we still respect your game and, and we got a lot of love for y'all. So thank you for, you know, what it is that you do. But I think that this is um, a different time in sports. You know, um, now March, which would have been March Madness, would have been starting. Um, March is now shot, you know, like, what do you do? What do we do? You know, if you're a big time basketball fan, you know, I like basketball. Don't get it wrong. 
I love everything sports. And that's, you know, the reason for this part of the, the podcast. But, you know, what do you do? You know, like the NBA, like the National Basketball Association was one of the first ones, one of the first major American sports um, factions to go ahead and shut down because one of their members were so flagrant. One of their, uh, you know, players are so flagrant. And that's Rudy Gobert, you know. They said he was out there touching people and, and playing around. Look, look, man, if you know that you're sick, stay home. Stay home. You know, like, Rudy, we know for a fact, defensive player of the year, multiple times. And now you done shut down the whole league. <laughs> now, now, essentially, other people are, are, are obviously testing positive. But um, it's it's to the point now where... They're saying mid June, mid you know mid June is probably the return of the NBA. But man, like you know, June is when the NBA is normally wrapping up. You know, so I would like to see us just get, just jump straight into the playoffs from there for the NBA. I don't think, I mean, minus the teams who could really could have, you know, a chance to make a late a late push. I think we should just jump right into the playoffs and just go from there. I honestly believe the NBA should just be one and done anyway. Truth be told. I think the NBA should take notes from the basketball, from the bat. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The basketball aficionados and and the people who run the NBA should really take notes from people in the NFL with a one game strategy. Okay, one game strategy. You need to have one NBA Finals game, just just this just for this year, you know, and then see how it works, you know. Don't give them, you know, four games. If you, no, forget that. One game. One game. Do it like you do it in college. One game. Just give them one game, let them play it out, and, you know, you'll be the champion if you if you win. If you don't, you know, okay, whatever. Just, you know, let's let's get this let's get this ball rolling, man. Because sports, we need that. We need that. It really brings us all together with all the divisiveness that we got going on in the world, you know, especially with the, you know, politicalness of everything. Like, everything is now heightened on the political front. You know, and sports is that 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 one safe haven where, yeah, you can speak about politics. You can be open about um, how you feel, but we don't have to really put up with it. At the end of the day, the game is what we are in tune with. That's what we care about. You know, so for all you guys and gals out there who do listen um, and who do, you know, watch sports and things like that. Let me know what y'all think about that, because I really want to really want to push push to 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 you know keep sports sports man sports is so pure man it's it's a beautiful thing you know it's 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 a beautiful thing you know you can get war you can get warring countries to stop warring to put teams in the olympics i want y'all to think about that that's how powerful sports is and i think the power of sports is um minus let's just scratch the money the purity of sports period, like just loving the game. Like I know people who don't know much about, you know, taxes and, you know, federal government, you know, minus just, you know, real basics, but they can teach you a thing or two about, you know, defensive football, you know, and what side of the ball is what, what's covered for, what's covered to, you know, what, what, bl- what blitz packages are coming. They can tell you everything like that. And I think that's the beauty of sports. Sports gives us an opportunity to um to really just kind of get away from all the all the rigmarole and in the daily BS that we put up with. So 
um, definitely something that 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 I love that I love you know taking time to respect and 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 be a part of you know so with that with that being said we also want to go ahead and jump into the idea of how what do we where we go next where do we go next you know how do we move on now how do we go to the next step because the NFL has given us some real major major moves of free agency that I know for a fact everybody's talking about and it was just in the first day and I just definitely wanted to go ahead and cover some of that, you know, and look into some of the uh, some of the, the things that just took place. You know, we just we just had um, the free agency mark kickoff, and yesterday um, I was out with my family eating, and you know, just enjoying my birthday. And I look up on the screen, and it's the flat, you know, the breaking news. And in, in the first piece of breaking news that came out yesterday was DeAndre Hopkins was traded from Houston to Arizona for David Johnson. Now, I, I don't know if anybody here, uh, you know, that's listening knows how I feel about things like that. Like, like the, 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 what I believe to be the stupidity of it all. Okay. And I, I, and I don't think it's stupidity from the Arizona, from Arizona, Arizona just got, just downloaded a running back who's past his years, you know, David Johnson, you know, coming off injuries, you know, at one point he was one of the best, if not the best running back in the league. But, you know, they downloaded that guy. They still got Kenyon Drake, Drake, who came on, and he, he had a big portion, a big year when he was with them. So he's going to have a big year coming in. They just brought in a, a running, I'm sorry, a, a young quarterback by the name of Kyler Murray, right, who's very athletic and he's only going to get better, hopefully, you know, they have this wide open system. They have the legend over there, Larry Fitzgerald. And then they just added DeAndre Hopkins. You know, 27-year-old DeAndre Hopkins. And DeAndre Hopkins, I think, really, really is undervalued when we start talking about um, greatness or, 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 you know, the top end wide receivers. Okay. Okay, and to watch the Texans organization give away such a great player for so little. <laughs> they didn't even get a first rounder for the guy, you know. And, and when you look at DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins over, let's say since 2015, let's just use that right now. Since 2015, he he has, you know, well, starting in 2015, He's had, no, scratch it, 2014. Let's go back a, a little bit further. 2014, 76 receptions, 1,210 yards, and six touchdowns. He had 1,200 receiving yards in his second season. Third season, 1,500 yards, 11, you know, 111 receptions, 11 touchdowns. The following season, 78 receptions, 954 yards, four touchdowns. The following season, 96 receptions, 1,378 yards, 13 touchdowns. 2018, 115 catches, 1,572 yards, 11 touchdowns. 2019, 104 receptions, 1,106. I mean, come on, 1,165 yards, 7 touchdowns. And you gave that guy away. You gave him away for pennies. Now, 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 Bill O'Brien which is the Texans head coach and general manager. If on paper, 
right now, right, has given away DeAndre Hopkins, added an old running back, and added Randall Cobb. Those are his big three splashes right now in the NFL free agency. I want us all to go ahead and just sit back and think about how dumb Bill O'Brien had to have been. I get it. Him and DeAndre Hopkins butted heads a lot. All right. They butted a ton of it. But the little the, you, the, the most you could have done outside of your pride, you could be, hey, let me get a second rounder. I mean, this is the numbers we just read off. That is that is top tier. If not, that's top three, top two talent. When we start talking about terms in terms of wide receivers, okay, that's two. That, that that's that's you know benign. It's, it's crazy that every year except two, he's been at least since 2013. Every year except two, he's had over a thousand yards. And one of those years, he had 954 yards. Now you have Deshaun Watson over there, who, by the way. As someone I haven't been giving a lot of love to in my in my talks with quarterbacks and stuff like that, and I do apologize. Deshaun Watson is now down his main target. Who does he go to? Now I get it. We have we do have a wide receiver rich draft coming up with Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs and Ceedee Lamb and all those guys coming out, but none of them are going to give you DeAndre Hopkins type you know, like, like, like production. You're not going to get that off the table. Now, you may or may not be lucky. and You might grab, you know, an Odell Beckham type player or, or you know, Randy Moss or whoever, whoever comes out of college and just dominates or at the beginning is just amazing. But that they're so few and far between, you know, and, and, to, and to take that risk, you know, good and well, your young quarterback has a connection with this wide receiver who, mind you, made a lot of who made a lot of plays. A lot of plays for that organization, and you just turn them loose, and you turn them loose for peanuts. I, I think it's, I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy. Um, but that was the first splash. <clears throat> that was the very first splash. Uh, the next splash that I that I that I found to be great. Now, because I remember, now I want y'all to remember this. I said this. If you go back, and listen to uh, one of my last sports uh, casting on Dak Dollar, and I said, "Hey, Dallas, franchise him." Sign everything around them and move on. Okay, that that's that's what I said. That's what I said. Now, I, I was I was on here saying that y'all can go ahead and go back and listen to that if you feel. And the Dallas Cowboys did exactly what I needed them to do. Okay, now yes, I agree. You should sign your quarterback long term. You know you shouldn't wait as long as as the Cowboys have waited. However, I do believe that in terms of the money that they're offering him, they're offering him they're offering him equitable money. You know, he I understand he wants to be the highest paid guy, but at the you know, at the end of the day, does that really help your salary cap and your team situation? And the answer is no. He's not a guy that I'm willing to bet the house on without the proper weapons. And Dallas did exactly what they were supposed to do: go out, sign your weapons, and franchise the guy. And if he decides to come in and play, you know, let's let's see if we can work something out before we have to get to the point where he has to play under it. But the Dallas Cowboys get, have, have signed Amari Cooper to a five-year, $100 million contract with uh, things like $56 million guaranteed or something like that. But that's a big, big, big chunk of money. And I think that Dallas took a big hit on that. But, but not knocking Cooper. Cooper did have some troubles in a lot of the away games this, this past season. 
but he is still an amazing target and a valuable target. And, you know, on the market, he was going to command a lot more money than he did. The Washington Redskins, you know, reportedly came out with way more money than what the Dallas Cowboys offered. And Dallas, you know, he stayed in Dallas because, of, you know, he wanted to be there. He's a lo- he's, 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 he was loyal to that. So you sign that guy, you know, you sign Blake Jarwin also on the team, bring him back as your tight end, right? Young guy with some up, with some upside, right? And now the only thing you're missing now is your quarterback. Now, Byron Jones is gone. He went off uh, to become the highest paid corner in the league with the Miami Dolphins, which I think <sighs> I think Miami got got. Just not going to lie. I think Miami got got. But, you know, it gives Dallas the opportunity to go in the draft and you can either go and find your, um, you know, you can go first round. You can go first round and go get yourself a DB now. You, you definitely go ahead and dig deep. Or you can go out and get yourself an Xavier Rhodes or get yourself a Chris Harris option. Those options are out there uh, for them. But that was another big – those are another, you know, two big, big splashes. Mark Cooper with the $100 million and $100 million contract and the Dak Prescott being franchise tagged with the exclusive tag, so he can't go anywhere. Um, now, the next – you know, another big splash I saw. Uh, I saw that the Niners – did had made an amazing move, an amazing move with their trade with the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts gave up a first rounder, which would be the 13th pick overall um, this upcoming draft to them, to the to the Niners who traded uh, Buckner, DeForest Buckner to them. And then, you know, the Colts paid $21 million a year to Buckner, which is crazy money, but still very disruptive, one of the most disruptive um uh defensive lineman in the league this year. And I think that, you know, he's gonna help them out help help them out a lot. But big kudos. And I and, you know, I don't normally say nice things about, you know, the Niners, but you know, big kudos to them. Big kudos to them. You know, they just they just got, you know, a first round a first round pick, right? High first round. They're obviously the NFC champs. So they can, you know, you can go ahead now and bet they got the 13th and the 31st pick in this upcoming draft. And they can draft another wide out if they like, uh, you know, full, you know, some other, something, something else on the D line. They could do a lot with those two picks. And I think that was a big, big, big splash by them. And another big splash is, you know, well, actually two, the two, the next two that I found to be really, really big that I think are actual next three that are really big. Stefan Diggs getting traded to the Bills. The Bills now have Cole Beasley, John Brown, and Stefan Diggs for their young quarterback, including that defense. Um, and they traded a first rounder for him. I like Stefan Diggs. Believe me, I do. But Stefan Diggs. Ain't worth the first rounder. He's not. DeAndre Hopkins is worth the first rounder, but that that's neither here nor there. The, the, the Bills got got in this one. But, you know, they also lost a, a very, very, very uh, – they, they lost Shaq Lawson to Miami, who's dealing out a ton of money right now, a ton of money to, to players uh, on their defense. So uh, big ups to him. But definitely they got got in that one. Um 
Tom Brady is not going back to the Patriots. Now, uh, the front runners I've been reading on have been Tampa, uh, the L.A. Chargers, and the Dallas Cowboys for whatever reason they're in there. I personally would love to see him uh, go either to L.A. because he's a California guy. I would love to see him go to L.A. Chargers. Um, or I would love to have him at the Dallas Cowboys, you know, for obvious reasons. But other than that, uh, that's that's another big piece. And one one thing I didn't now one thing I didn't understand. I saw this. I saw um, that the Titans signed Ryan Tannehill. Okay, signed Ryan Tannehill to this contract before. They had an opportunity to sign Brady, that's one, or sign the workhorse, Derrick Henry. Um, I'm confused. I'm flabbergasted. If you look at their entire system, right, their entire system depended on the running back without question, Okay. Ryan Tannehill stepped in for Marcus Mariota, who's now gone to be with the L.A. Uh, Raiders. I'm sorry, not the L.A. Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, He's gone, but he took over for Mariota. And he played the rest of the season, got them to the AFC Championship game, in which they ultimately lost to, to the Chiefs. But uh, Derrick Henry was way more responsible for Ryan Tannehill's success. Just, you know, just offering that, you know, offering that up. Okay, he started. He started ten games. Uh, as a starter, he went seven and three. You know, he was he had out of two hundred eighty six attempts, he completed two hundred and one, and you know had seventy point three completion percentage. Did Tannehill, two you know two thousand seven hundred forty two yards, twenty two touchdowns to six interceptions, you know, he, you know, he legit put together some, some, some fair numbers, some fair, fair numbers. Now there's only one problem. Okay. There's just one problem with that. If I looked at the playoff stats, okay. If I should, if I looked at his playoff stats, just just as a quarterback, just, you know, excuse, just, 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 you know, the the three playoff games that he showed up in last year, he showed up in three of them, okay? If I look at his, if I looked at his ability, right, in all three of those games, do I think that he had anything to do with their success? Well, I'm going to tell you exactly why I wouldn't, all right? Because in two of those games, in two of those games, two of those playoff games, right? Both wins, by the way. One twenty to thirteen over New England, the other one twenty eight to twelve over over Baltimore. Ryan Tannehill threw less than twenty times. Okay. He only threw for one hundred yards in the Kansas City game. In which he threw for two hundred and nine yards. Against New England, he threw seventy two yards. He was 8 for 15 for 72 yards. I wonder where the rest of that production was going. Derrick Henry, who had over 200 yards in in that game. Oh, in the Baltimore game, same theory. 7 for 14, 
88 yards, two touchdowns, right? Derrick Henry also had a monster day there too. And then, and then, then when you look at the loss, the loss they had, that, he threw the ball 31 times, and they lost that game. They lost that game. Derrick Derrick Henry, by far, deserves to get paid more than Ryan Tannehill did. Okay, Derrick Lamar Henry deserves to get paid. More than more than than and then they decided to franchise tag him as well. That which is I think is like just just crazy. Okay, crazy. Okay, when I, when I look at when we look at Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry carried the ball thirty four times for one hundred eighty two yards against New England, thirty thirty times for one hundred ninety five yards against Baltimore, and he only carried it nineteen times against Kansas City for sixty nine yards. It looks to me like the more he runs, the higher your chances of winning become. Okay? To me, if you're asking me, just from the outside looking in, I'm watching Derrick Henry be the catalyst and the only reason why your team is where it is. That him and the defense. And you decide to pay your quarterback when you could have went out and got the greatest quarterback of all time for the same amount of money that you spent for Tannehill. And you could have almost, you could have gotten yourself a really deep playoff run. If not, dare I, dare I say, a Super Bowl visit. But I don't make these decisions. I'm just on the outside looking in. You know? But for the most part, that's what free agency has gotten us so far. Big splashes. I know just come across my uh, newswire now. Um, Carolina's looking to shop Cam Newton, who who's you know openly um, unhappy about his position there with the uh, with the Carolina Panthers, and they're looking to sign Teddy Bridgewater, almost finalizing a deal for three years, sixty million dollars there in good old Carolina. So uh, I'd love to see what's going to happen with that. Love to see what's going to happen with that because I think Cam Newton does deserve better treatment than he got uh, from that organization after all he's done, you know. Um, so, you know, uh, also we're looking here at uh, how Cam Newton's feeling via Twitter or whether, no, actually it's not, it's not Twitter. It's uh, It looks like it's actually his Instagram. Uh, he's replying to the Panthers who who posted we have given Cam Newton permission to seek a trade. Cam Newton says, stop with the wordplay. I never asked for it. There is no dodging this one. I love the Panthers to death and will always love you guys. Please do not try to play me or manipulate the narrative and act like I wanted this. You forced me into this. Love. Okay. Now, uh, that is... One of the more ridiculous things I've seen take place. Uh, you have to, if you're an organization like the Panthers, you got to be better. You got to do better. You have to do better. You cannot, I repeat, you cannot come out and allow your franchise 
um, quarterback to really, 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 really suffer and then ask to get up out of there. You know, you just can't. You really can't. Uh, you can't. You, you just can't let that happen that way. You really, you really got to get something for that. You got to get something for him. You got to put him in a good position after, you know, the MVP season that he gave you guys, you know, all that dabbing 15 and one and all that and all that Super Bowl visits. Like, that's just, you know, you know, that's just what it needs to be. You need to, you need to get, you need to do better by him if you're the Carolina Panthers. But, you know, who am I? You know, just, just an observer, just an observer here. So, um, yeah, so that's been NFL free agency, man. You know, Carolina Panthers, you know, doing bad by the quarterback. And how about the Jaguars, man? Just downloading everything. Everything must go sale. You signed Nick Foles and you lost your damn mind. You're trading away all the defensive pieces that made you good. But needless to say, that's just, you know, that I guess this is where they're at. That's just where they're at. But I really need them, you know. I really need them to to kind of kind of download some of that over this way. <laughs> All right, go on, give me some of that some of that superb talent y'all had over there. You know what I mean? Just go ahead and send some of that over this way, man. But um, as always, you know, you know that is that's our dive into sports. Uh, obviously, the NFL is really keeping this thing rolling. Very interesting. Uh, the NBA, I like. To, I can't wait till they come back and. Uh, and, you know, kind of complete their season as well. So we can have a little bit more to talk about. But at this moment, this is it for us, man. I want to thank y'all very much, um, as always, for, for tuning in to Ivy Knows Best. You guys are amazing. For all my black-owned businesses, uh, Grind, you know, Can't Stop My Grind. Go shop with them. Go shop with um, Ivy Wellness. All right? Go, go spend some of your money there, you know, with, with those two companies. They're amazing. Um, Owner Enterprises. Go get yourself some Own It merch. Definitely download yourself some music from uh from a lot of the artists who who are uh independent. Support all those things. You know, Willie Fox, uh, his music, you know, anybody else who has music that's going out right now, anybody else who's doing something amazing during this time where where it's you know it's a little more trying, okay? Um don't let them get you down. And I never and I never thought I'd have to say this to y'all, but wash your hands. And if you're sick, stay your funky behind inside. For Christ's sake, stay out the... Man, look, man, I well, go sit down somewhere. We'll make a ham sandwich. Do something. Eat, you know, read a book. Do Whatever's going to keep you if you don't feel well. And I'm, not, and I'm not trying to be funny. It's just really at the point now where it's like, come on. You know, they shut down sports. You know, now they're messing with our TV. Now, you know, now you, I can only go to HEB or any of my department stores, any store I want to go to to get you know, a select item, I can only go get two things of water. You know, it's like they're rationing out everything now, you know, because people are panicking. Don't panic, all right? This is going to pass over, man. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And in the, in the event that it doesn't pass, okay, okay, okay. Then then you know what? You know what's going to happen? Ivy knows best. We'll switch his topics from sports to revolution. And we'll start talking about something a little more credible. You know what I'm saying to you? All right, so as always, man, peace and love. Y'all stay strong. Uh, stay positive. Hey, positivity and love is the only thing in this world that defeats everything. Okay. All right. You don't need to be hateful, angry, 
you know, spiteful. If somebody does something wrong to you, all right, you know, you have right to 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 defend yourself. But at the same time, definitely, definitely, definitely approach every situation with love and, you know, and peace. And all y'all go forward and have yourself a productive week, man. I'll be back. Uh, let's call it Friday. Friday, we're going to have a nice little therapeutic session coming up. And we're going to, you know, we're going to chop it up a little bit. We, we'll talk about uh, some of the things that's happened between now and then. All right. So y'all stay safe and uh, keep yourselves prayed up, man, and stay strong, man. I'll be praying for y'all. Y'all keep praying for me. And, you know, as always, without you, I'm nothing. Without God, none of us or anything. So thank you all very much for tuning in. Peace.